crickets. Gotta keep the 40, I'm too popping out to risk it. If you pull up in the spray and I go down from the ballistics. Die before you're 20 in my city, that's statistics. I be bolting to the money, keep a pole like the Olympics. Better keep it solid, I ain't talking to the piglets. Estimate the credit score, I can tell it from a pigment. Leave you warm around me freely, stretching out the limits. Ain't my boy, that's too shock, I grab the tank just like no limit. New baby mama hit my phone to start her Welcome, welcome back to Spark That Talk. It's your boy Jones. And your boy Jay Latsa. Yes, yes, yes. We back at it again. We live in effect remotely once again due to the corona stay-at-home ordinances <laughs> right now. So we got Jay Latsa on the phone. And I'm yep, um, in my humble abode, just chilling, relaxing, trying to stay sick-free. You get what I did? I feel you, bro. <laughs> I'm over here in the... um. I'm over here in Dubai. Damn, yeah. you far, big boy. You making sure you don't catch it, huh? Are you sure it's safe over there? <laughs> in Dubai? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm over here in my garage, bro. I'm over here in my garage. Just Another beautiful day, to be honest, man. You know, it's a, it's a beautiful day out. But, of course, due yeah. to the coronavirus, we're supposed to be indoors. Yeah, it's crazy to, like, you look up in the sky now, you can actually see the sky. It's blue. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> True. You know that don't saying? mean that, that they, don't mean we corona free though. Fuck no. They saying it's less smog and shit in the air now, obviously, because everybody now on the roads. But it's nuts. That's just what comes with this shit right now, I guess. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Been a, it's been a hell of a first week or two weeks now. This going this going on week two for California's lockdown. So you know. I know people starting to get restless, especially since they just said what they said yesterday, extending this shit to April 30th, so no telling when this shit gonna stop, but enough of that for right now, we'll get back to that later in the episode, um, right now, we about to tap in with DJ D-Ron, um, he is um, the official DJ for a reason from TDE, Top Dog Entertainment, so right now, we about to patch him in, I'm about to call him right now, and see what's good. So just hold on one brief second, please. Eat my nuts. Oh, with my life. Don't do that, y'all. Then you really gonna get the Rona. <laughs> Salty ass nuts. <laughs> <laughs> For real. You gonna be indoors. You don't even need a shower. Ain't nobody care. God damn. All right, hold on, fool. Hello. Hello. What's good, D. Ron? This is Jones from Spark That Talk Podcast. What up? What's the word? What's good, Brody? I'm about to uh, pass Jay in right now. Hold on one second. All right. What's good, DJ D. Ron? Jay Lotta, you there? Yes, sir. What up? What's up, bro? How you been? Uh, Long time no see. 
my bro, we still even haven't seen each other, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know a long time, no talk. For real, bro, man. Blessing and an honor to talk to you, bro. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, bro. Much love. And then, uh, my bad, one more time. Uh, Jones, right? Yes, yes, that's me, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, nice to meet you, too, as, uh, as well, my brother. Yeah, yeah nice to meet I, you, I brother. Even, I appreciate you pulling up and, you know, accepting this phone call tonight, dog. Yeah, I had set my alarm for like uh, my alarm didn't even go off. When I saw the number, I was like, "Who is this?" Though, but no, we good, we solid. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was thinking in my head. Like, damn, I know he don't know my number because I know I don't answer unknown numbers my damn self. Yeah, I feel it. So we I gave, feel we it, gave, bro. We, 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 we gave a, a quick intro on on who you are, DJ D. Ron. But you know, if you can elaborate on that, talk about um, just basically a, a quick introductory before we get into all these questions. For sure, for sure. So we live right now. We live. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, we live, bro. For sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm D-Runner. Uh, I've been DJing for, you know, some, quite some time now. So maybe since about like 2000, I want to say 11-ish, when I basically, when I came back from, uh, I was in school in Tennessee at a D2, came back home and, uh, Checked into a local college, uh, Cal State Dominguez Hills. Got my first financial aid check. Went to Best Buy, cashed out. Bought all my DJ equipment. Taught myself how to DJ off YouTube. You know, I've been loving music, you know, since, you know, before time. But basically, I bought all my own DJ equipment with my financial aid check. Taught myself how to DJ. Taught Reason how to DJ. We would throw house parties and stuff like that. He would be Mm. my opening DJ. I would close. Dope. And then from there, he started to rap and take rapping seriously. And then he called me and reached out to me like, hey, bro. He went off to college and came back and was like, hey, I want you to be my official DJ. Nice. And from there, we've been grinding it out ever since. Well, that sounds like a hell of a story, bro, because me, myself, I went to Cal State Dominguez too, bro. And when I got my financial aid check, that was the end for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I was off to the races because – I had a short-lived DJ career in my damn self because that's what me and my boy had actually did. We went out and bought some equipment our damn selves and thought it was going to work out, but shit happened. But, you know, I had to go take the chance. But I already know what that yeah. life is about. Yeah, no doubt. I'll never forget my first, first, first party I ever did. My back, I was so nervous. My back, I did a backyard party for the homegirls. Mm. And then at, at the end of the night, they kind of pulled me to the side and they was like, yeah, a lot of people was talking about you. Saying that the DJ sucked, and I took that Damn. ever since and just elevated Damn. it. Like that was my first gig. Like, okay, my first. This uh, like, is this, this out in the DA. No, this was in. I live in Compton, so this was in. Uh, this was okay. in Carson, though. This was another part of Carson. Okay, okay. For sure. So, okay. Yeah, I did a little backyard boogie for the homegirl, and they was like, "Yeah, they kind of said you was a little choppy." And- I was like, damn, and I'll try. I rehearse so much, and it's crazy because now when I DJ, I don't even really rehearse. I just go up there and do it. I mean, so, you know what? Just make perfect. Yeah, and you sure. know what, bro? So, so for all those who are probably tuning in, listening in right now, me and Deron go way back. Like we go way back before even high school days. I was talking yeah. to Jones before this even started airing that me and you met at Lomita Little League. Like we was playing yeah. ball. Like That's it was like hardball. Yeah, that's like you, middle school day. Exactly, exactly. Yo, the only two black dudes that came, you and, um, <laughs> <laughs> what's his name? You, Gerard and Michael. Gerard, Gerard and Michael, bro. The only three yeah. dudes that came through, black dudes, and we was like, all right, looks like our team, a little hood, a little less Mexicans, more black dudes, we good now. 
Yeah, it's gonna get crazy. Yeah, they had us all in the outfield. That was all we know, yeah. The funny thing is, <laughs> we had them all in the outfield, and then whenever we needed a, a switch runner, a base runner, mm-hmm. oh, put yeah. D-Ron out there. Put D-Ron out there. He can still bases. Yeah, you know yeah I mean? that was it. Quick with no, the little by little. Little by little, we went, you know, we, we actually linked up back uh, in high school, and D-Ron played receiver and played safety. Nice. Yeah, here's, 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 a, here's a testament to, to him honing his craft and understanding his craft and wanting to be better. So this DJ thing, you know, I didn't even know he was the DJ until, like, a couple months ago, and then knowing that he blew up, I was like, I'm already knowing this dude already had it in him because, bro, after practices, before practices, this dude will pull the quarterback out and be like, let's run routes real quick. Let me let me own let me hone my 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 routes. Let me hone my yeah. hands. Like he was he was in the weight room doing his thing. Yeah, you a little skinny dude, but you know, yeah. you was you was, you was doing Bobby your thing. Exactly the the coach Bobby Camps. Like you was you was taking initiative to try to become better. And ever yeah, since no then, doubt. I was like, you know, this dude is bound for great things, man. And and look at you now. You know what I mean? Appreciate it, bro, man. Thank you. Yeah, that's yeah. We go back, man. Like Way back, Chris, bro. Man. For been, real. Been a minute. For That's real. dope, though, bro. But I got to ask you a question, bro. I know you out here touring and doing your thing with Reason and uh, the TD squad. Um, can you just tell us, yeah. like, a crazy story from tour life that you done experienced? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get a little more specific. Well, like I, trying to narrow in uh, your well, question. I'll make it, I wanna I'll make know, it light at the beginning. Oh, I'll make it light. Let's just say... Like when you out there on the uh on stage and you DJing, like what song is the song that you drop that get the crowd going crazy? We just okay, that's an interesting question. That's that that's more for like my pre-show. So basically, I kind of I tell it to you like this. I'm like the human sacrifice. I tell I tell reason this all the time because basically I go up there before he does. I'm okay. the first one to talk to the crowd before he does. Right. I'm the one that's like introducing him, and I play a couple of tunes before I bring him out. So if we're not doing a show with our own, so let's say if we're doing a show with people not on the label, I'll play TDE songs right. to get them going. But if we're doing like a show with label mates, I'll, I'll play, you know, obviously different songs, but like for Jid Tour, for example, I will play uh, like a, what song did I will play? Is it Mad by Kendrick, Mad City? Oh yeah, they're gonna be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, oh yeah, yeah that, City, that, that's that, a bank. Yeah, that man. shit'll get anything going. <laughs> that's the function. So right yeah, there. they play that shit in church. No, I'm just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that would be like my intro song. That song will get the crowd going on Jid tour for sure, for sure. But nice. the thing with reason, he's still like you know he's still considered a fairly new artist, right? So during our set, you know we we get a lot of people that are engaged. And at this point now, by our next tour, they'll know all of his songs and all of his words. I'll put it to you that way. Dope, okay, dope. that's what's up. So where's, uh, name a couple of these places that, like, you played at, like, big venues. Say, like, uh, I don't know if you ever played at the Garden or if you played at Staples or, right. or even in Inglewood. Like, can you, can you name some of that? And then part two to that question is, can you tell us a story of when something went really bad on tour but ended up being good? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. That's, I got a perfect example for that for that second part too. But uh, for the first part, yeah, to answer your question, locally the biggest venue we've done is the Forum in Inglewood. Nice. Uh, and that was on Schoolboy Q's recent tour, the Crash Tour. We was direct support for the home show. Well, I, 
Nav was direct support, but we was one of the open acts. So that was kind of crazy because I've been to a bunch of shows at the Forum and just the history with the Lakers playing there before and being backstage there. You know, a lot of the, a lot of those bigger venues have a lot of like murals and pictures of people that perform there. So I'm walking, I'm backstage at the Forum and I see a big old picture of Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, I see another picture of like, you know, Britney Spears is just like, you know, you grasping all of that in. Like, dang, all these people performed in here before. Right, like you were in the so, building basically with nothing but legends at this point. Yeah, that done been backstage, being in the same dressing room as us, you know, drinking the same Henny as us. So, <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that hen, dog. <laughs> For real. Yeah, that's probably the biggest venue locally. Uh, I haven't done, we haven't done Madison Square Garden. We did uh, this place called Urban Plaza in New York. It was on a smaller scale, though, but we're going to get to those bigger venues. Right, right. You that's, know, as time go on. Already knowing. Already knowing, bro. That's a must. Like, I, I just listened to a few of Reason's songs. Like, I heard of some of his older songs, but his new joint, uh, Showstop, that shit is nuts, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. That, that is that is a banger right there, bro. And since it's so new, have you been able to play that yet in a venue? Uh, I've played it a few, you know, little uh house party gigs, okay. little personal gigs that I've done, but I haven't, uh, we haven't performed it yet. Okay. That's the song I can't wait till we perform, you know, with everything that's shut down right now. True that. It's going to last crazy. Song, yeah, yeah, yeah. We performed Flick It Up during Schoolboy when we did uh, Schoolboy Q tour at the Forum. And you know what's crazy? New. What's crazy with Flick It Up is um, Reason brought out that challenge to see, like, you know, if you, right, the, the challenge was you drop a verse, you put a verse on there, then you, you'll slap with you, right? Exactly. Yeah. So last week, last week we had an artist on here, and he actually did a verse on his IG, which is crazy because he's he's a he's he's one of those independent up and carding white white boys from uh from uh, Temecula, but moved out here to Long Beach. And I checked out his IG, and he actually did a verse for that, which was pretty crazy. Because oh, now we because now we have you on here, so it just shows that even though you think. Some people may think that Reason is probably just a local big name, but it's like, nah, bro. If you're a hip-hop head, you already would know him. Absolutely. Exactly. By now, you know what I mean? So it's pretty cool, bro. And it's cool that you, you're the DJ for him. So it's great because you, you guys grew up together too, right? You guys knew each other. I mean, we all yeah, knew since each other high from high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that yeah, was yeah. from high school. I've, I've, uh, I've known him and his brother. Uh, I played football with his twin brother. Reason was yeah. the basketball guy. P was the football yeah. guy. Dope. Yep. So... Uh, yeah, that's how that connection came. And then when his brother went off, I came back first. I was the one to come back first, and his brother was still gone. And then I taught Reason how to DJ while he was still here. Reason was the last one to go off to college and come back, and that's when he took rapping seriously. That's nuts. Can you can you answer part two of that question of something going yeah, yeah. bad on tour and you uh you know? Man, I never forget. This was the big day in Vegas festival. It was the first year. It was basically a big hip hop Coachella. That was this past November in Vegas. It was three. Uh, it was three nights. Uh, J Cole headlined the first night. Travis Scott was supposed to headline the second night, but he backed out. And then Kendrick headlined. Like all the TD was on the last day on Sunday. But big old festival, bunch of different artists, and we're performing live. And it was like it was damn near like ninety some degrees, and the sun was directly on my laptop and on stage. <laughs> and we're performing, and you know, just like any other laptop, it can overheat. So we brought out Boogie, and it was the middle of Boogie's song, and the DJ equipment, like my laptop, just stopped reading the DJ equipment. 
And he thought that I cut the, he thought I just dropped the volume out. So he's still rapping acapella and I'm panicking like, oh shit, it's not reading, it's not reading my equipment. And I'm like basically looking at the crowd and then they like all going crazy because he's still rapping and they looking at me and they're reading like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, hey, it's not reading no more. Let me figure this out. So I was like, hey, I scored, I scored. The audio dude came to the stage. Shout out to that audio dude. He plugged up an ox core. And basically, whenever we do a set, I got the same set in my iTunes that's in my Serato, my DJ. Uh, so basically, I just played from iTunes the rest of the songs for the rest of the set. And it was like perfect. Well, at least but you came with a quick fix. I feel it. I mean, that shit gotta yeah. hurt, bro. Look, I might not, yeah. I might not be a big ass DJ like you, bro. But I've, I DJed a function for my little brother one time, and it was the key song. Of the, <laughs> it was the key song of the night, dog. And just the same shit. Something went haywire with the speakers. Like this was the like the uh, traditional Samoan dance they usually do, and it was time for everybody was ready to get busy. I, I dropped the song, and all of a sudden, the shit goes silent. To the point where my father-in-law just sung the fucking song acapella to get everybody going. And once that was over with, all of a sudden, my shit started working again. Yeah, it was the man. I, I mean, that's exactly what happened kind of with me. And, you know, you're in front of thousands. Right. You're on but the, the big stage, is, homie. Bro, and we'd be so hard on ourselves. I'm talking to the fans and I'm talking to some of the homies on side. They're like, bro, they didn't even notice. Like, you, you fixed it so fast. But, you know, in the moment, my heart is jumping out my But that should show the crowd and even the niggas you riding with from TD, from the people up there performing, that you a real one. Like, you ain't going to fold under pressure. You got this. You figured that out quick and kept yeah. the shit rocking. Exactly. That's I would have been like... Yeah. I would have been like, well, it's my last time, DJ. Peace, yo. <laughs> 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 Not to be a mechanic. <laughs> hey, I got to for that second question with J-Rock. Shout out J-Rock. It's today's his birthday, too. Oh, shout, shout out to, to J-Rock. Happy birthday to him, bro. Win, Straight win, up. win. Yeah, I fuck with his music heavy. Our first tour was with J-Rock. And during the middle of the tour, so J-Rock's, uh, his his manager, our tour manager, is Top Dog. Uh, my son. So, uh, B, shout out Big B. He came up with this little prank fake fire me mm. during one of the shows in this crisis. So long story short, J-Rock's DJ, you know, for reasons I'm not going to explain, he doesn't have his passport, so he couldn't go to the Canada show. Right. So they was like, D-Rock, you got to double up. You got to do J-Rock set. And I'm like, damn, he the headliner. You know, me and Reason, we was direct support. So I'm used to doing Reason sets. So they're like, hey, you, you ready, man? It's the, you got to do, uh, what do we, we did, uh, yeah, what we did Vancouver. Yeah, we was we was going away to Vancouver. It was like you study and J Rock. They put all this pressure on me, right? Right, right. And I'm like, all right, you know, y'all, y'all ain't gonna fold. Uh, so, boom, I did reason set. Come to do J Rock set, I kill it. Boom. Oh. They before this, be, even before the show, they like, hey, top dog flew in. He want to see how you gonna do. They gassing it up. Never saw a top. Top never came. <laughs> uh. they, said he was in, they said he was in a balcony. And at the end of the night, they pulled me all in the room, and then I, they was like top left during J Rock said they said you did a horrible job. They oh had me God. feeling so bad. It was like, but the crazy part is, you know, when you're so self, I'm so self secure. I'm like, I killed it. What are y'all? But everybody around me was like, bro, you did horrible because it was a prank. 
That's a hell so of a then play, they, bro. Bro, it get better, bro. They we get back to the bus, bro. They they called the general manager at TV shot after rep. They had him on speaker, like, yeah, D Ron, you like we we bought you a flight. We about to send you home. Bro, they had a PDF of a real flight. Man, they was called trying to ship Uber. you out. <laughs> bro, bro, they called an Uber. The Uber picked me up. I packed all my stuff up off the bus. The Uber went up the block around the corner and brought me back in front of the bus. They was all sitting in front in front of the bus laughing with their cameras out. Damn, they said that. I was, was like, a, bro. Yeah, that's an intense prank, nigga, to go that far with it. Bro, they called a fake Uber. I'm like, they was like, we just messing with you, dog. Like, you performed tonight. We was in Seattle, like, the next night. I was like, bro, y'all, that, y'all ain't going to make me fall to crack. Like, I guess they wanted to get a big reaction, though, but. That was just a little story I wanted to throw out on my first tour. Like, yeah, hazing is real. They be trying to haze the new guy. Well, <laughs> fuck it. At least you succeeded, bro, and made it through that. That's you nuts. Yeah. You know what Shout I do? Shout out to the What I, I, I do want to ask you, speaking about TDE, bro, like, have you ever got to sit in any of the recording sessions, like with Kendrick, uh, Schoolboy, any of them, Abso? You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's funny. Everybody that you name, nah. <laughs> I haven't. Okay. I've sat in with Rock a lot. Nice. I've sat in with Reason, obviously. I've sat in with Zakari a few times. Dope, I've sat in with Isaiah Rashad once. Okay. I haven't sat in with Scissor. But that now with Donna, nuts, have... though. That must have been nuts just being with the yeah, no matter, Yeah, everybody you yeah. just named, bro. Everybody you just named is top flight. You know what I'm saying? They, they top of the game and... That's hella dope to be around that environment, bro, to even be associated with that name. You know what I'm saying? That's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's because it's just like, how can I put it? It's just like, you know, like you say, like high school or like the football teams. It's kind of like everybody got their own clicks. Right. So even though everybody signed to the same label, everybody's not necessarily around each other at the same time, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, everybody on their own program at the end of the day. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's just like, you know, high school, you had those six periods, but you may have had math, math fourth period. I may have had it first. True but you know, around nutrition and lunch, we going to leave. Yeah, I know you That's from the city, nigga. A nigga know what nutrition is, nigga. A lot of, a lot of schools don't have that, but only, <laughs> only niggas out here got that. Bro, we didn't even get lunch, bro. Shoot, we had we, oh, yeah, we the had football to field, there. bro. Yeah, yeah, or we had to go watch film straight to the meetings. Oh, they had yeah. y'all niggas starving. <laughs> but that's but dope. Another DJ thing Ron. I want to, I want to, another yeah, thing I want to throw Joe. out there though. Uh, one thing that I kind of took for granted is the traveling aspect of it. You don't really realize how, like, you know, on a company dime, you're really waking up in a different city mm. with a different scenery. Doing the same, you doing the same job though. It's just you know in a totally different city. Like I travel every day, saw, right? Every day, yeah. It's different. Uh, damn. You get some off days in there, and it's crazy. The off days go by so slow because you like, okay, the bus is here. We at this hotel, but your body is so used to. Okay, I got sound check. Mm. I got doors open at seven. We go on at eight thirty. But when you them off days kind of go by slow motion. But yeah, like it's crazy. You perform, you do the show. You go back to the bus, you know, drink, have a good time. You go to sleep. By the time you go to sleep, by the time you wake up the next morning, you're in that next city. So the what's the driver's what's the longest you've been on tour, like on the road, before you even be able to make it back home? Uh, about like two and a half months. Damn. 
Yeah, two and a half months sleeping on a on a little twin cot on this bus. Thugging that it you out. Can feel, mm-hmm. can, yeah, you can feel moving. You can feel the bus. I mean, was, was, was you still looking fresh? Like you get cuts, or was you looking like the Tiger King or whatnot? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know, you shout out my boy Joe Exotic. Boy. Nah, like, was you looking like that because you was on the road for so long and you guys didn't really have time to get cuts and you guys just going straight to sound check, getting oh, everything nah, ready nah, or what? Nah. No, nah, that's the opposite. You, you know, being with like Jay Rockin and like Jid the two, like or you know, even with Q, those guys have been on tour so much that they already got connections and relationships in those cities. Everybody. So basically, to answer your question, like the tour manager will be like, "Hey, we, you know, we got Chicago tomorrow. We got a barber pulling up." So you're like, "Okay, cool." Nice. Like you know, they already got stuff set up. We're like, "Okay, like it's not like you know." Like a family trip, like you know, your first time with the family right. in Vegas, and you just like, dang, like you know, it's already kind of like we. They mindset is like they've been here before because they've been on tour before. Mm. So for you, you like, True. oh damn, like okay, like they got a barber pulling up, then we got food, like you know, you kind of get used to it. So that's basically how it is. We don't be, th- yeah. and I, I brought my own little clippers too, just you know, for a little maintenance for the beard and stuff. So. I mean, right now, especially with this virus going on, I know I had to go buy me some new clippers. Shit, the barber shops is closed. It's ugly right yeah. now. It's yeah, ugly. Yeah. So what city what city you feel like y'all uh slid through that you enjoyed the most? Like you would go back on your own free time. Oh who had you know what's crazy? Watch what you say now. <laughs> what? The mother city's gonna boo you if you go back. You don't say their name. I yeah. actually I actually really, really enjoyed Minneapolis. Mm. Mm. And and that's random. Minneapolis is really, really dope. And it's up there in the cold and everything. But shout out to Minneapolis. Yeah. Had a good time. Twin City, St. Paul right next to it. Minneapolis is pretty dope. Nice. Yep. And that was unexpected. That was unexpected, too. I mean, I think that's a good thing for you to bro, because you know a lot of niggas from the city don't get off their four-corner block. So by the time yeah. you moving around, seeing different things, I know it's probably opening your eyes up to different shit, different perspective on how to move, especially when you get back home. Yeah, even with weather, just being from, you know, being from L.A., being from Compton, being from SoCal, mm-hmm. you, we, the two tours that I did was kind of, uh, you, the weather, you could say wintertime, and you you pull up to these on a bus, and it's snow outside, it's snowing, and these kids, well, I don't want to call them kids, but these fans is lined up outside in the snow. Like, this is normal to them. That's nuts. And that, and that was, like, shocking to me, because it's like, if it's raining out here, nobody's going to the, up the street to the store. Yeah, like, you don't know, even know how to drive in the rain, let alone the fucking snow. Yeah, bro, these sure. fans are out there standing in line. The doors aren't even open yet. They already got their tickets. They just stand in there. You know why, bro? Because, I mean, I spent some time in the Midwest, uh, Southern Illinois, for a few years of my life. And them smaller towns, you know what I'm saying, ain't, ain't shit going on. So if an act come to town, it's going up. Like, I remember, like, Nelly came to perform one time. And the whole city came out because everybody had to come congregate in this one area because there ain't shit else going on. Like, people just fishing, hunting, doing shit, like sitting on the porch. But you hear somebody coming to town like a Reason, TD, whatever, they going to come out. Yeah, they going to be out there. That don't stop stop the show. That was kind of, you know, eye-opening to me. Like, dang, they out here for us, and it's cold. Yeah. (laughs) So, D-Ron, being from, you know, all of us over here, especially from Spark That Talk, you know, being from the city, we 
we appreciate you. We love you, and we uh, we thank you for all your efforts. And we we see where you're at, and we know that you you still have a lot more to go, a lot more to grow, and you're, and you're pushing for that. Do you have any advice for those kids out there who started from the bottom, just like how you did, and then like it doesn't have to be DJ; it could be something else. But like trying to work their way up to be somewhere where you're at. Like, do you have any advice for them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? At the end of the day, keep doing it. Keep pushing yourself. You're going to get booed. They're going to tell you that you suck at the end of the party. But that don't stop nothing because at the end of the day, and I think Will Smith said it the best, like the best person that believes in themselves is you. If you believe in yourself and you can do it, then watch people see the success. Like it'll follow. Like I didn't expect to be you know, reason DJ. I taught him how to DJ. Then he started to rap out of nowhere. And he asked me to be, you know, so it's just connections and networking, all of that. Just keep grinding, keep doing your thing, you know, because everybody's going to tell you not to do it or that you're crazy or why do you want to do that? But if you feel it in your heart, that that's the right thing to do, you know, put the foot on the pedal and go for it. That's, you know, my advice. I feel that, bro. I mean, that's the best way to put it about anything in life. You going, you pursuing something, everybody not going to agree with it because they, for one, they never did it, and two, they don't see the outcome. You know what I'm saying? So they going, they going to just tell you what you what you probably don't want to hear, but yes, that's motivation to keep pushing. And, and you know, obviously, you push through. You got to where you are now, and you obviously got way more things to do in this life. So. Kudos to you, homie, and keep grinding out here, dog. But yeah. before you go, I just want you to let everybody know how they could, you know, listen to some of the music that you around. Like, can you give everybody your Instagram account and or even just if you're up whatever. For even if you're up for hire. Exactly. Like Parties, whatever you got going on. Let them know what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, hey, uh, follow me on Instagram, DJ D-Ron, you know, with TDE. Just like forgot about Dre, but forgot about D-Ron. That's basically my Instagram. All one word, forgot about D-Ron. Uh, you can shoot me a DM. My email is on there. Follow anything TDE. You know, we we, we going to have a big year. It's a lot of surprises that I can't talk about. A lot of stuff that's going to happen. Nice. Reason Project is about to drop soon. We got a little delay with this little virus, though, but we're going to get back to it, though. Uh, he got a video dropping tomorrow though with Kaz that uh, Lambo talk. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I can't yeah. wait for that. Okay. Yeah, the video dropping for that. We got a couple of videos that we shot that haven't dropped from his uh, his new project coming out, New Beginnings, that we still got in the chamber though. But uh, you know, that's pretty much it. Shout out to Spark That Talk. Shout out to my boy Lada. Shout out to Jones. You know, I appreciate, appreciate you guys it, bro, having bro. me. We appreciate you too, bro. We're going to keep following you, and you better, you know, give us that, that, that invite for uh for anything that's dropping, you feel me? Like? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> any, yeah spot that wanna... you DJing at, any spot that you're DJing at, we, we'd be happy to come through. Already. Yeah, yeah man. I'm ha- I'll be happy to be back on the show. Call me. You know, I'm going to lock y'all in. Absolutely, Ooh. bro. We appreciate you, big Y'all heard bro. it here first. Anybody here? Y'all heard it here first from D-Run. Yeah, yeah call <laughs> me, man. I ain't no stranger, man. We still I'm love it. All right, yes, D-Run. Stay safe out here, bro. All right, likewise, y'all have a good one. You too. Blessing juice. Yep. That was that boy, DJ D, Ron. Wow. Hell of an interview, bro. Wow. Hell of a dude, bro. Solid nigga wow. right there, bro. Bro, like, I don't know, just having this, like, I kept quiet, kind of, because I was like, damn, I was just, I was thinking about this dude, like, way back when, bro, like, he was scrawny. Like, D, Ron was scrawny, bro, and, like, 
but the this mentality, crazy. but like the no, no, but he's like a, the mentality, a, the mentality he sure. had was like above par, was different. Right. Like he was. He, I, I remember he was out with our other receivers, other receiver named Laren, mm. and him and Laren went to go on to college and do all these things. And it's like, well, look at him now, bro. Like he done he's doing big up, things, that bro. Receiver spot, you know, and I mean, from what he told us his stories and <sighs> shit going on on tour, from how he even got into DJ and like. That's a hell of a story, and I see some like similarity even with our last talk with Kenneth Goodrich. How you got to take a leap of faith, you know what I'm saying? You got to take a leap of yeah. faith with whatever you're trying to pursue. And I think the people who make it in this world and anything in general is the ones who just believe in themselves and don't give a fuck what nobody For else real. has to think. Because at the end of the day, this is your life. You got to you got to live it one time. So if you feel like you got the juice to Get to where you want to get. Don't let nothing stop you because uh, DJ D-Ron is a prime example of taking it to the limit and not stopping, bro. Like, you got to get out exactly. here. Push the needle, bro. Don't let nothing stop you, bro. Like, he said the first function he did, they was hating, talking crazy about him. That didn't make him fold, put his speakers in the closet. This nigga kept grinding. And now, look, out here running the world with TDE doing his thing. Like, shout out to you, bro. Keep grinding. Keep doing your thing, my G. Yeah. And shout out to uh, Kenneth Goodrich again, bro, because on I don't know real. if you heard it, Jones. I don't know if you heard it, but it's on his IG where he did a, a verse on that. Flick it up. I'm going to have to check that out tonight. Fire, I, didn't even, I missed that, bro, but I'm going to check that out. Shout out to him, bro. He making moves. I see he about to drop that visual to that song we played last week one night so yeah i'm waiting nice. on that to drop bro um but so we right, got next bro right now we about to call one of our long-term long-time listeners imb i'm about to tap him i'm about to call him right now so y'all hold tight hold tight big boy yes sir call him right now hang tight and you said big boy like he was already on. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that thing to say something. Hold on, fool. I'm calling now. What's up, big dog? This is Jones from Spark That Talk. Yeah. What's up, fool? I'm about to uh, patch j Light to end. Hold on one second. Uh, for sure. What's the deal? We got IMBs here on Spark That Talk with Jones and j Lata. j Lata, you there? I'm always here, baby boy. Yes, sir. What's up, big dog? What's going on? Oh, B, what's good, bro? Hey, man, you know, we out here chillaxing, man. You know, quarantining and things. Yes, sir. Hey. It's the best way How to move. How you guys holding up with everything, man? We doing, I'm doing good myself, bro, just at home quarantining. That's why we doing everything on the phone right now, making sure we keep everybody safe and sound with their family. We're going to circle back to you in a minute. What's up with you, Jay? How you holding it? You all right? I'm solid, bro. I, the family's good, bro. That's that's all that that matters, and that's all I care about. I felt like I did have it. I was talking to Jones about this, and we was talking about a couple episodes. I think I did have the corona, bro. I'm going to say that mm. I did because it's going down in history in about 20 years from now when it's in the books. I'm being like, I corona. You ain't the only one, man. I think my wife and my kids had it. Because my, my boys had it first. My son, 
my oldest, he started off with an ear infection, mm. throat infection, and bronchitis and the fever. And then, my, you know, I mean, you know, kids, they like to uh, hug up our mom. So they're hugging up our mom. And, and then my little one, he, my, my five-year-old, he got it. He had a fever. He had a, he was throwing up diarrhea. And then my wife, he got it. Like my wife, I, don't, I can't ever, we've been together 15, 16 years. Nice. I don't ever remember a time where she was, uh, you know, she got taken down by a fever, man. Like she was in bed for like three days, four days. Damn. Yep, she had it. She had it. You know what I mean? So more than likely she had it, but we didn't know because, you know I mean, we didn't know. Um, we didn't no, have no, it wasn't big back then. Yeah, it wasn't exactly. big. Exactly. It wasn't even on the map yet because, like, we was talking about it, and I was like, damn, my household got sick as fuck too this year, like around January, and I personally don't get sick like that. My wife either. Then my daughter got sick, and it was just kind of like everybody was sick at one point. I was like, it's the flu. The doctor's saying it's the flu. But that was the case they was telling everybody. And even the flu medicine they gave me wasn't even helping. So it probably what was. What were you bro. taking, though? Some type of narcotic, bro. I don't I don't remember the name of it, but it was, um, a, uh, I forget the name of it, bro. But it was supposed to help you through the flu. That's all the doctor said. You got the flu. He never ran no tests, no nothing. He just said the symptoms. It looks like you got the flu. Like they didn't even swab me or nothing to confirm it. He just mm-hmm. said it's the flu, which is kind of crazy when I look back at it. He just gave me a shot in my ass, bro, and I felt good after that. <laughs> no, but what did he say afterwards? Sick. To, to Jones or to me? No, what did he say to you after he took a shot in your ass? He said yummy, but <laughs> I thought he was listening to Was he playing Justin song. Bieber during that time? I, that's what I was thinking. He's probably doing that. He probably had one of those AirPods in, so I didn't really see. Did he look he like Long Beach Griffey? Oh my god! <laughs> nah, it was actually uh, it was actually a Filipino dude. So, <laughs> oh, you could take that. You could take that. <laughs> hey, that'd be what? dope to have Long Beach Griffey on this show, though. Hey, fact, oh, for sure. you know, that if, hilarious. if there's anybody who who's who who's relevant, who you ought to try to get on, would be Griffey because he's just off the wall, and it's funny to hear him talk. The reason I like it's, to watch his skits is because he's raw. He does not care what anybody thinks about what he's talking about. And I think he, that's how comedy is supposed to be. Comedy, if you remember back with Martin Lawrence and them, they would push the line to the point it would make people uncomfortable. But to mm-hmm. me, that's half the time is the funniest shit to watch. But you know you know, there's some truth to his comedy, bro. For sure. Like, yeah. Things that push that limit. Like when he was talking about... Uh, the LGBT movement when he was talking about Dwayne Wade, yeah. like you know, he made it funny. There's some comedy stuff to it, but there's some truth to it. Yeah, he's taking nuts, the so. realities and, and and putting spins on it to make people mm-hmm. laugh. Because you know, we can't all be in the bubble all day. True that. I mean, everybody trying to be so damn PC about everything. We keep ourselves in the bubble, man. Like, nah, man, we just want to tell you what it is. And I think that's the problem with the world. And hopefully, since you've been listening to Spark That Talk, you can tell that we don't really sugarcoat shit over here as well. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That's the whole point because you got to get the message across. Like, playing games, like, that's just not the way to cut it. And we got younger dudes listening, like, 18, 19, 20. They need to hear the truth. They don't need to be walking around out here thinking life is a fucking game. Yeah. So, so yeah. So we quarantined right now. All right. I mean, for those who can't leave. I mean, so like, how are you guys holding up mentally? Because I know it can be this. All the news can be a distraction for you guys. I mean, hearing it daily on social media, on the news, man, it can be a distraction. It can, especially Jones, because I know you said you had 
panic attacks or anxiety attacks, man. How you holding up? I'm glad you asked me that, bro, because, um, yeah, it's been something I'm dealing with because even last night I kind of had to turn the, the news off and stop looking at my Instagram feed and got off YouTube because it was like everything is just talking about the coronavirus. And every time I see it, it's about they talking about more deaths. Like today they said, oh, today we had 800-something deaths in the U.S., like the most deaths today due to the coronavirus. And that's not a good sign, and that doesn't make nobody feel comfortable with the situation especially since I still go to work every day, quote unquote, an essential worker. I'm out here in the field every day still. Like we're using PPE and shit like that to try to keep ourselves safe. But at the end of the day, we still exposing ourselves because we're going out every day. So in the back of my mind, I'm just like, I just hope I do what I'm supposed to do when I'm gone. So when I get home, I don't bring this shit back in the house. And I think mm -hmm. that's the only thing that's really been running through my brain, like trying my best to not pay it. Try not every day to be looking at that shit all day, but the fact that we're talking about it again now is obvious that that's really the only thing going on in everybody's minds at this point. So I'm definitely, you know, just trying to keep it cool, make sure I go outside, try to get my daughter outside a little bit, you know what I'm saying, so it don't just feel like we on lockdown because I don't want none of us to go crazy. <laughs> I heard if you walk around your backyard naked, like make like a couple laps, like three or four, you feel a lot yeah. better. Yeah, I would too, man, but it's been cold outside, you know, so we just trying to keep it safe. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want nothing to come up short out there, bro. Yeah, man. I mean, how you holding up, Jay, man? You mean, cause, uh, again, you know, I'm, you're you're out working still, right? Yeah, I think all three of us are, right? We're essential, yeah, yeah. We're yeah, essential I mean, to this program. So we're I expendable. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, exactly. There you go, man. So, like, walking out the door, man, like, you know, it's like how you guys prepping yourself when you walk out the door. Because like, like I, I, work, I work at 4.30 in the morning, so I'm, I'm walking out with a jacket. <laughs> and that's it, huh, nigga? That's it, bro, because, I mean, I work in a clean room, so I don't work with too right. many heads right now. But there's there's been 50 to 60% is what they said last Tuesday that have been calling off work. So not too many heads at work, which is nice. But at the same time, I just feel like it's, it's still kind of normal. Okay. Normal in the sense that I'm still going to work. But yeah, I'm coming treated back. as normal? Uh, I mean, I'm washing my hands more frequently than I was before. Like when, when I used to like take dumps, I mean, uh, you know, no, you, know, you, know <laughs> you know what they ain't talking about, man. They, you mean, with everybody washing your hands, they ain't talking about us people with eczema because my eczema flaring up, man. I, mm. I don't know how much more I can wash my hands. Man. Oh, so it's hurting you more. Bro, hurting, it, okay. Uh, I'm talking about cracks on the knuckles, cracks on the fingers, like. You know what I mean, like I'm, I'm, uh, I got work gloves I put on when I come home. I gotta wash my hands. You know like, what the, the fix to I that walk... is? Is um, cocoa butter, my G. <laughs> Lather them hands no. up with some cocoa butter and you be all right. Oh, Hey, that shit, that shit work across the board, nigga. Trust me, that shit get your hands. Aloe, aloe, what was it? Aloe vera, aloe vera, bro. I yeah, don't know. Aloe vera oil. Something like that. Corn bro. huskers oil, man. Because you know I mean like. You know, that, that, that was one thing I was just thinking about earlier today, man. <laughs> yeah, Cornhuskers oil, man, it's like, it's like a thick layer and lathers up on your skin, man. It's a little sticky, man, but it helps out with the with the cracking on the hands. All right, man, bro, since you, you, right asked, you asked us these questions, bro, but how about you? You good over there? Your family good? Like, man. you holding up at work? How? What's your job? What kind of precautions your job taking with y'all right now to make sure uh, it don't be man. an outbreak? <laughs> uh, no, there ain't no precautions, man. Uh, what the fuck? I'm gonna be, 
Yeah, I mean, they're precautionary. <laughs> they just say to wash their hands. <laughs> no, they Don't said the email body. talking about we're going to be safe. We're going to provide you. That's been like two weeks now. So, uh, but don't you think that's the crazy thing? Companies just sending emails and shit. Yet, you know, they got a gang of people working at home, but yet the ones in the field still in the field. So, how is that making any of us any more comfortable? Bro, any of y'all getting hazard pay? Hell nah. no. Real though, huh? Look, they not they not giving hazard pay. We already asked that. They ain't giving it to us. Now, the thing that was good that's passed right now was the employee rights shit. That shit take effect starting tomorrow where you I get an additional okay, so break that down. Break it down real quick, man. Yeah, you get an additional eighty hours of paid sick leave right now. So say there's like five or six categories that if you fall in one of them, you could take a day, week, whatever off, and it comes out of that specific Money. It doesn't come out the or time that you already have acquired, you know, during your days you work. You know how you get paid time off every year. You get your usual 40, but now they add an additional 80. So they can't you deny it. They can't. We all do because if you got kids, you fall under it because it says oh, all it says if like your kids can't get cared for or can't go to school that day. That's a good. That's a reason. Daycares mm. are closed. Schools are closed. So if you got to stay home with your kids, you can fall back on that. Does that in, in include or exclude uh, private businesses, though? Well, I, I know there's there's a clause in there, but and it says something about either less or more than five hundred employees. Let me let me do that because we're a private company because we're we we don't fall under that. And I saw you post it, but we do have our own. They do throw in a little, like oh, if if you have kids, you could take five days off, and then they're gonna re up the next month and see what's going on. So I was off these past two days. April first falls tomorrow. I have to go back to work. Right, but and then I'm gonna see I know they new. told I know they told y'all that, bro. But the it's it's law now. Like this just happened before whatever they told you. Oh, that's I think that's why B asked it if it includes or excludes private companies because I don't even know is it law law. Like because if I don't have to go to work tomorrow, if that's the law. Nigga, it's law law. Hold on a second. I mean, uh, yeah, it starts on April first, but it doesn't really say anything about that my thing is that like you know again like 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 jones man jones dealing with containers coming in from who knows where that's what i'm saying dealing with bro, different per- people man catching the kabuti virus in your face yeah you know, but I me mean, but but even for me i'm a mechanic man by trade man and i and i have to grab uh different equipment coming from different uh operators man mm-hmm. so like i don't Oof. know if they're wiping up like i don't know what they're doing you know i don't have sanitized sanitizing materials to go sanitize the equipment before jumping on it. Yeah, I True. think that's that everybody at our yard is talking about that exact same stuff. We had to we had a few every morning it's a safety meeting, so we was bringing them stuff every day to the point they had to start doing the things we were requesting because we dealing with people from Canada, from Mexico, every single day coming through there. People coming from all mm-hmm. over the states, plus we dealing with containers coming from all over the world and it's like you gotta you gotta make us feel comfortable coming to work every day, especially when the office buildings are empty and we're still out here in the field. Y'all gotta somehow make us comfortable to keep doing this shit. Like I was watching, I saw something about the nurses right now. Like a lot of them are like quitting, bro, because the conditions that they're under and they're not being supplied correctly with the things that they need. So y'all seen that the, uh, that lady up in Georgia who posted that video about her quitting because she was being forced to go into a, a COVID floor, right? Yeah, and, I saw that. And, I saw but that. Yet, yeah, but her manager already knew her pre-existing conditions and didn't care. And exactly. then she quit. You know what I mean, like, I I don't feel like I, 
I'm that much exposed, but I do feel for them. Like, cause again, like I don't know who I'm coming into contact with, man. Like customers look at me sideways when I bump them in their shoulders, and because I, I mean, I ain't trying to shake your hand, man. Like, no disrespect to you, man, yeah. but I'm also trying to try not to take anything home, man. The, um, yeah, talk, speaking on that and then that story and then what Jones was talking about, I understand, like, these people quitting, but at the same time, they got to understand that we weren't even ready for this as a country. Like, all this happened last minute. Like, this came in super late. Like, I, I, I caught I, it and then other countries caught it. So it's kind of hard for us to supply right now, but I know we are in the process of doing it. But at the same time, I feel for her because it's like, yo, I don't want to be in front of that too, just like how y'all said it. Be in your profession, are you just like Jones, where you guys are going from different places every day? Yeah, yeah. Uh, jumping I mean, around? Oh, damn. Yeah, See, that's even crazy too. Exactly, man. I went to a customer yeah. in the city, and, and I have to sign in, and I have to fill out their form. Like, if you even... Like one of the questions they ask is if you or anybody in your household was sick, right? You have to check that box, and if so, you can't go onto the production floor. You have to stand outside. Yeah, that's that's so mandatory right now. The they ask, they're asking us. They're asking us every day it's the same questions, bro. Before we even start, like, have you been out of the country? Is anyone in your home sick? Like, this is mandatory. So. The issue a lot of the drivers are having now is that when you go to other um, customers now, they can no longer go in the facility to use the restrooms Same. and certain shit like that. Hey, look, so it's look, crazy. Man, I had to take a dump in a box, man. I'm not going to lie to you, man. <laughs> Damn, man I put, bro, I had it in the back of my service van. I put the box down, lined it up with the nice uh, plastic wraps, man. Closed my van and just, man, chuck the deuce, man. That's what you had to do, yeah. But did, you have, did, you, did you have the flushable wipes at least? Did you have no, that? I had, I had the TP, bro. I had the oh, TP. I shit, kept so the roll in the wrong. van. That's crazy because they treating, they treating, I feel like they're treating you like, uh, like it's the 60s again, bro. Like, no, but this blacks is... And, but blacks this, here, whites here, you feel me? Like, man, damn, but that what? is what's going on, the vibe. Like, they saying don't be discriminating against people, shit like that, but like I told you, Jay, when I was in CVS walking down the aisle, and the lady did a juke move on me and put her back against the shelves. I was like, this is fucking crazy. Like, people are feeling uncomfortable, bro. That's why these businesses are taking these measures and it's making everything complicated. Your job is no longer easy. That's why when people ask for hazard pay, there's a reason. Why do you need us to have all this extra PPE on if this isn't a hazardous job? You know I mean, what I'm man, saying? The main focus is to is people who have other conditions, man. What if mm. somebody is just coming out of beating cancer? What if somebody right. has, like my my wife is diabetic, man. She's mm. more susceptible to getting it than any you know I mean than, so than the normal mm. person. You know what I mean, so you right. just got to be careful, man. So I I, I I hate to to be to you know to juke you while you're in the aisle, but. I also don't know where you're coming from. And that's why that. I, I said I had to understand it. Like, I was like, damn, if this was different times, I was thinking you were racist. But I know what's going on, and I understand your fears. So, like, when I'm in a grocery store, don't stand on my neck, bro. If I can hear your thoughts, you're too close. You know what I'm saying? You're too close. True that. Out of all the thousands that have it, that had it and died from it, how many were homeless? Oh. Uh, None. They're not talking None. about that. None. None, because they was already they already immune to all that, bro. Right, I see. I see, I be riding, seeing them just chilling, laughing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bro, they I be... still see them. I still see them right there on Vermont, bro, chilling underneath their tents, laughing, shaking hands, hugging, kissing, doing exactly. it. Exactly. 
Well, they probably like, we got that CDs anyways, you know? <laughs> we got man. herpes, man. Let's herpes hug you. But so let me ask y'all uh-huh. this. How do y'all truly feel? Like, when it comes down to the $2 trillion that was passed, do y'all feel like they really was doing this for the people or was it a grab for the big businesses? And also with that question, um, do you feel like the fact that they was able to pull $2 trillion out their ass How's that? We still have homelessness. We still have poverty. How's that even a thing in America when you could pull money out your ass this fast? Well, that's news to me because uh, I, the way I get my news is off of World Star mm. on IG or Yo. So um, well, I'm giving it to you now, to baby me. boy. That's that's news to me because like when y'all was talking about earlier, like how am I dealing with it? I think I've done watch every movie on Netflix. Mm. I don't watch, and I don't even watch the news. I get, like I said, I get the news from y'all. So it's like, I guess I'm just living like it's whatever, which is bad. But at the same time, I'm not living like whatever because if I have to go get essential things from the store, I am putting on gloves, I am putting on a mask, and I am juking out people in the aisles because I'm not trying to. Uh, you feel me? But see, that's the new, that's the new normal, bro. And I think that's what they're talking about now too. Is this going to be the new normal even when they say where coast is clear? Like, do you feel like people will still be on edge like this? Yeah, everybody's still going to be on edge yeah. or somewhat, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I think, it's a, I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing because you have to be aware. There's some people out there, bro. Like, I know people at work, bro, that go take kisses and they just walk out. And I'm like, yo, Crazy. you need to watch hey, your hey, But now, I've been saying now, that, man. Now All I you... see them, you know. Shoot. You can't be now doing that, bro. It's I think all the, you big dangling fools are just hanging forward. You still got to wash your hands, too. <laughs> you still got to pull it out and put it back in. You better wash your hands. Talking about I, I just had to touch I my zipper, and then I didn't touch nothing else, dog. I've I seen enough pornos. I see them hold it still. You mean? You know what I think? I think you got you to gotta warm your hands somehow. Exactly. The only good thing, the the only good you, thing you that it. came out of this is that now, like, the movie theater shut down, they offering where you could just watch the movies at home, and it's low-key cheaper. To just pay the dub instead of taking the whole squad to the movies. True. Yeah, so, but it's only a one-time use, though. Yeah. yeah you get 48 and, and, hours. And at, the same, <laughs> at the same time, like, the theater, there's nothing like a theater, you know what I mean? Like you, Yeah, that you experience a is done. 100-foot screen hanging up at your house? That's why I was like, damn, maybe you know this is a prime time for Center Yard to take off, bro. You know what I'm saying? Bring the movie to your backyard, yeah. baby boy. But it, but yeah. we are, I mean, with this quarantine, there are good things to it. Like, a lot of people are scared, but at the same time, I'm spending more time with my family. True that. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm getting to talk to my lady. I get to talk to my my boys. We get to play around a lot more. Even though yeah. it's, like, indoor stuff, at the same time, it's like, damn, it's, it's getting me to buy, like, board games. And they're getting, helping them out with, like, coloring books or crossword puzzles. And he's only four. But at the same yeah. time, it's like that's the only things we can do at this moment. So why not take advantage of it? You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I, I sent a, I sent a, a, a text to my boys, man. I, I sent them a side eye uh, face, man. I was like, hey, man. Everybody's like, you got to stay at home, stay quarantined. It's a great time to be with your family. And in the bottom, it said Mormons are like, we've been telling you guys, man. <laughs> 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 oh my god! You know, but as far as this money, man, like you know, like it, it's crazy how it did just magically pop up out of nowhere. I mean, to be honest, like twelve hundred bucks won't help a lot of the people. But then again, like you know, they they've already explained 
uh, you know, about pushing back on the mortgages and, and the bills and stuff like that. But man, people, man, if you guys got the money, man, pay your bills, man. All they're going to do is roll it over to the next month. Right. That's exactly what we talk about at work today. It's like you better off just paying certain things right now, especially your rent. Like you don't want to be man. behind on that because even if they push it out, it's going to trickle down somehow. You got to yeah, pay it. Go you still got to pay it. Uh, you get a whole year to pay it back. Look, man, I know you guys just got your tax return. Pay your rent. Pay your bill. Pay your mortgage. But, bro, niggas was in Albertsons buying King Crab Legs with them checks. Trust me. I'm straight. They was I'm not. Straight. I they, ain't buying that. They was not. You gonna, I'm telling you, whoever get these stimulus oh, checks, you're going to see a group of people with brand new Yeezys in quarantine at home because they just ordered them from uh, Flight Club. Like, are you kidding yeah, me? Man, I mean that's another thing. My my family today, like we're all talking about it, man. But when you all get your money, man, invest it wisely, man. Figure out where to put it, man. And always make sure you have at least a G or fifteen hundred dollars in your savings for a backup. Well, this will be a prime time for everybody to do that. Like if you if you still working right now, just take this money and tuck it back and continue to do what yep. you've been doing. Because like I told a lot of people, you're not really gonna get another chance ever again to so catch up like to catch up right now like this is the prime time like if you play your cards right you might be able to come out of a little slump real quick and bounce back oh yeah if you yeah, do like it your right. boy said too yeah but like like your boy said too especially everybody going on edd edd man like it ain't that say this ain't a retirement plan edd is just something to help you get by the cool thing that is that they're is. giving you an extra Six hundred dollars on top of whatever you're already getting. So be right. wise with your money. Be smart with where you're going to put your money and tuck it away, man. Well, then now Real we're going to know. Once you get that money, now we'll know which family and which people are smart and who's dumb. So, for real, man. That's what it's going to. That's what it's going to. Because it's like, yo, if this is a real pandemic, and then you're getting this money to help your family out, and you're using it to buy lavish things, maybe another gold watch or whatnot. You're, You're an nuts. idiot. And You're you deserve nuts. to get it. You deserve to get coronavirus. It's sad to say, but it's like, unbelievable. <laughs> Dude, you got to chill, <laughs> dog. Hey, like, hey, I, hey, I didn't say cancer. I said coronavirus. Oh, yeah. It's curable. It's, curable. <laughs> it's funny, too, man, how they're able to, the, the FDA is able to push this uh, magical pill that'll help fix everything. All you, man, Look, like, man, this we couldn't get penis extenders for the longest, and you could push this through? Of course. You what? Penis extension? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know a guy. Who knows a guy? <laughs> no, it's crazy like how, how they could just, you know, the FDA usually takes years to approve something right. and then and put it out yeah. in the market, but exactly. this gets pushed through, you know what I mean? Bro, all this stuff, bro, was is already in hand. We have all these cures for everything. For I'm sure. Telling you, we have we we do. But it's because cancer is not a pandemic because, like, all these other things are pandemics because people will get it. But it's not, like, where you shut down the whole – like, dog, they, they closed down Disneyland. Right. The happiest place on earth. Hmm. And they said, all right, we got we to gotta come out with something because Disneyland can't be closed for that long. But this should open yeah. your eyes up to a lot of different things, bro, like what really wasn't important. You know what I'm saying? And You know what wasn't important? All these non-essential people on the freeway. True that, bro. How how you, I'm are not driving to work easy. and there's people out there, bro. Like not all y'all essential. They not. Hey man, this I they mean not, this bro. probably just a, a a wake up for businesses. Maybe like they're thinking now like maybe they could have been doing this at home versus us paying for 
the visuals of a building. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's also why I, too, man. Mm-hmm. Like all these young kids, man. Take note of who's considered essential, man. Like Facts. you know, like the degrees are fine. God bless the nurses and the doctors and the lawyers who are going out to make big differences, man. But man, us blue collar folk, man, we get money. True. That's true, bro. I mean, I don't true. even think the courthouses are open, bro. No, sir. So the DMV ain't open. And my tax has been expired for six months. Like somebody needs to do something. Whoa, 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 oof. Bro. Don't say that. Bro, don't bro. tell don't tell him him it. But six don't months ago. Man. It's the corona bro. He gonna make us edit this part out, man. Oh my god. <laughs> and I'm gay. No, I'm not like, what he said he's still riding around them twenty nineteen tags. I'm tell hey man, you know. Sometimes, man. Yeah. It hit me it hit me during the holidays, man. Hey, hey and shit happens. Shoot, hey, better you than me, B. I'll tell you that. <laughs> hey, man, you know, I just got them paying four other tickets off, man, you know, we'll just track it up. Right now, hey, you ain't going like to get that. no parking hey, Sometimes it'd be bro. like that, bro. Oh, that's true, man. Yeah, but for real, though, like, I, I hope these young, these younger kids or people who got furloughed uh, actually look at him, man. Like, look, man, I mean, us essential people who are, who are considered essential, we still out here clocking it in, man. It's a blessing, bro, and it's crazy yeah, at man. the same time, sure. but we just got to keep moving. Like, I've been trying to tell people the same thing. Like, I know we had all our concerns and shit, but at the end of the day, it's your decision now at this point if you want to keep working or not. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. But if you, you quit, wisely, man. that's it. Like I, like, I, like I told y'all earlier, I've been, you know, all I've been doing is just watching Netflix, basically, and like other TV shows and movies. Are there, any, is there anything that you guys are doing personally in your family or in your household that is, that I could uh, change so that it could be more fun for me? Or if not, then it's whatever. If you guys are doing the same thing I'm doing, man, that's okay. The thing, like I said, we're gonna circle back, man. Hit workout, man. I mean, I I know mm. we can all sit around and just chill and watch TV, man. Man, my boy Jones is struggling with two push-ups, man. Yeah, it was. <laughs> look, man, like, look, hey, man, I, I ain't no but I, but teacher, that, man. But like, fam, that was an extra forty something pounds on my back. Like, I just lost. Hey, I lost thirty five pounds. I'm over here slashing hey. me, I think twice, and I told him, bro, how come you didn't do the uh, challenge? And I had to watch his story to see that he didn't even tag me on there when I challenged him for it. And hey, he man, did. I didn't so, know. Uh, I didn't know. No, man, but look, like, like I. I've only started back to working out uh, beginning of February, man. Mm. And I mean, just the little stuff, man, because again, we can all sit there. By the time everybody come out quarantine, we're going to have pot bellies, man, and people out here just, you know, can, uh, trying to put on their uniform pants and can only wear uh, sweatpants, you know? Yeah, people are just, I mean, everybody's at home eating, bro, because you know? everybody done got stocked up, got more food in their house than they ever had before, and they just eating. Hey, Jones dropped a bar. He said, man, I, I'm not eating because I'm hungry. I'm eating because my fridge is full. <laughs> and that's, that. and that's true, man. Like, that. I go hey. into the fr- uh, kitchen. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to eat because it's here. Bro, we I never used to do it like that because it's like we eat out a lot. We was eating out a lot, and then you don't want to just have shit just sitting around. But now yeah. all of a sudden, it's like you got to get it because you don't know if they're going to have it again. <laughs> this, is, this, this is also a good thing. It's like for those who are eating out, this gives you a chance to actually, you know, start, start uh, learning how to cook. <laughs> Do sure, something man. in the kitchen, you know what I mean? And 
who knows? Maybe you might be a good cook. Maybe you might find a passion in doing it. And then uh, yep. you're saving more True. money and eating at home than eating out. Yeah, but like, like my, again, uh, with the workout stuff, I just found stuff for my kids to do. My, me and my wife are doing little workouts with the kids again because we can get workout in and my kids can get a workout in, man. So it just, it just nice. balances it out for everybody. Yeah, so nice. I yeah I got a little steady gym going on in uh in the garage slowly but surely gonna add a little bit more stuff but you know we got the essentials to where you know my uh my 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 twelve pack of uh, Corona could look like a six pack of Corona <laughs> by the end of this so it'd be nice yeah uh, it'd be nice especially with this time off man like I hope people find things like other hustles like Jones was talking about last week. Other hustles that people can do, man. Like my my son fifth grade class, they do coding. Man, I've been sitting over here trying to learn how to do coding with them. Nice. Well, they, mm-hmm. they, are, they are the future, bro. I'm pretty sure they're going to be learning all kind of shit. Yeah, for real, man. My, I mean, I'm, I got to see that my, my kid's an artist who's doing coding. Like I'm over here trying to see I can code and make an app an app for something. Hey, hopefully y'all come up with something crazy, man. Wait, oh, coding. Man, I'm yeah. over here thinking you said coding. Oh, no. Like, yeah, we slanged oh, it. That's what I'm saying. I was like, <laughs> bro, this dude over here, this kid learning how to do coding. You, all you got to do is provide the sprite. Over there pouring up it's double cups and shit on quarantine time. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I really thought you said coding. And so I was like, bro, I don't even know if you want to say that on here. This guy. <laughs> Nah, bro, but um, B, we happy that you was able to get on with us, bro. We appreciate all your thoughts, your your input, bro. And uh, we appreciate you following us, bro, because you've really been rocking with us pretty much since the jump, dog. I enjoy the convos, man. I do want to say this, man. I noticed last week you guys tried to call Gup, and he didn't answer, which is nothing new because he never answers my phone call. (laughs) But I want to follow up by saying this, man. Look, man, we are supposed to be quarantining and social distancing. I've been snitched two people out for trying to solicit haircuts online, man. I'm I'm willing to drop the ball on anybody. If you're trying to put out your haircuts, giving out haircuts, we all look bummy. Some of these girls ain't got their eyebrows did, nails done. Us dudes, our beards are looking jacked up, our Bruh, face looking jacked up. I was well, looking crazy. I will snitch on you at the drop of a dime, man. Well, you I bought, can wait I bought, the end of this April. I bought my own <laughs> clippers and I cut my own hair and I'm like, I can't wait till this nigga Gup can get back oh, to work. Oh, I can't wait till I see your lineup, man. <laughs> hey, it's, it ain't that bad, nigga, because I had, it came with a lineup, buddy. Like, it's a lineup guard and it came out pretty decent. Man, I heard you had Parkinson's in your left arm. No, nigga. <laughs> Stupid as hell. <laughs> but yo, man, I was Takashi on Facebook and all, all these other Twitter, man. I was like, hey, man, I'm reporting you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, but you're right, bro. We all look bummy. So why not yeah, just man. stay bummy? No, that, man, but again, it goes back to, like, like the work. And, like, I don't know where you're coming from. I don't know where you've been around, man. Like, why would you try to solicit work? Trying to put your family in danger, you know what I mean? It doesn't but, make sense, man. But people, they are, people the same, are doing they that. the same clippers on everybody else. Exactly. exactly. This is low-key, desperate times, bro. It's going to get there. Like, people ain't talking about that. The fact that a lot of these people ain't working, who cares about the unemployment? Hit the these stroll. checks that's coming. Hit the stroll. Check this out. Things are about to get nuts if people don't get back quick. But, um... But yeah, once again, bro, thanks for coming on with us, bro. And we continue to support you. And I appreciate y'all for the call, man. Yeah, we appreciate the support.
if I can uh, drop something, man, like, real quick, man. Mm. I, I know we're about to get off, man. Look, I, in all seriousness, man, I know everybody may be going through, um, maybe going through some, man, and, and, and mental health is mental wealth, man. Look, if you guys need somebody to talk to, man, don't call me. But, <laughs> man, I got my boy, no, in all seriously, man, my, my boy is giving out free 30-minute sessions for anybody who may need it. So if you guys feel like you need to get something off your chest, if you feel the anxiety building up, man, hit up my boy, Daniel Verdugo. He's a licensed MFT uh, 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 therapist, man. All right, man, nice, just nice. hit him up. Nice. Uh, 562-756-4367. 562-756-4367, man. Again, nice. free 30-minute session for Daniel. Daniel guys. Verdugo? Yeah, Daniel Verdugo, man. Dope. Shout hey, out I, to him. If, if I call, bro, and he's silent for 30 minutes, that's not a session. No, no, no. Good, man. Okay, like, he'll, he'll, uh, he'll bring you Most okay. therapists, they'll listen to you, and then when you're ready for the feedback, he'll give it to you, man. But mm. he'll, he'll, I mean, he'll help you guys out, man. Get it off your chest. Don't hold it in, man. I appreciate you throwing yeah, that out. thanks for that's that information, nice. bro. A lot of people probably need that right now. Yeah, man. Also, man, hey, support local, man. Find your local people who, oh. who your hustlers, man, and always support your stuff, man. Buy the merch. Absolutely. We well, we gonna have to show some throw some stuff over your way, B. Oh, yeah, we got man? to. Yeah. Once we get off the phone, we gonna get your info. You know what size or whatnot. You probably drop some weight because you say you be doing home home gym now. So no, I'm still a four X man. I'm still trying to drop. Still sexy, baby. Big and sexy. <laughs> there we go. Man. I appreciate y'all, man. Thanks All right, for the phone call, man. Blessings, y'all. Same Blessings. to you, brother. Have a good week. You too, man. Right. But yeah, um, that was IMB right there, one of our loyal listeners. Um, shout out to him for tapping in with us. Um, and what also, what an episode! What an episode, bro! This is this is a great episode, bro. I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. A lot of good stuff came out of this. Uh, once again, special thanks to DJ D Ron. Um, that was a dope ass conversation we just had with him, man. Um, and shout out to IMB, bro. And shout out to Jay Lata. Shout out to all y'all listening. Shout out to all y'all. At home in quarantine, and this is a prime time to get your podcast listened on. You know what I mean? Catch up on some episodes. I think this right here is what episode thirty-eight, if I'm not mistaken. So we got mad episodes. Y'all can go back and listen to, and y'all can follow us on Instagram at Spark That Talk, and we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all audio platforms. We also have video up on YouTube. This episode won't be on YouTube, but we'll be back to that come next week. So. Just make sure y'all keep tapping in with us and y'all staying safe out there with y'all families. And until next time, it's your boy Jones. And your boy Jay Lata. Stay safe, America. Yeah, yeah. Look at my balls. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jones.